This is Monday Morning Meditations number 139 on the Rising Man Podcast with Jedi Azuma. Life begins the day we accept that we will die. Good morning, Rising Man fam. Shout out to you guys wherever you are waking up this morning. Happy Monday to you. Jetty Azuma here behind the mic once again, welcoming you to the Rising Man podcast. Before we get started today, I want to let you guys know we're getting close to the wire, but there's still time to register and enroll for our first relaunch of our Elements program. It's going to be March 5th through 7th out here in California. It's a three-day wilderness immersion. We're taking a team of men out into the backcountry, activating our wild senses and instincts and connecting together as men the way we do best, going out into nature and exploring and experimenting with our natural environment. So go to risingman.org slash elements, get yourself signed up right now. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see what gets activated, what gets stirred up when we all get out there into the wild. All right. So without further ado, our Monday morning meditation is facing off with death. The fear of death is everywhere in our society. Just look at how everybody is approaching the pandemic and COVID. We're almost a year into this thing. And every day there's an obsession with death rates, mortality rates, people dying left and right. And now let me pump the brakes for a second. This is not to say that there isn't compassion and grief and emotion around the loss of life. But overall, I've started to understand and appreciate just how averse we are to death and dying as a society and how that is creating a world of troubles for our people, especially our young men. Just look at what's happening for men in their 20s and 30s in our generation across the world right now. We're so afraid of taking risk. We're so afraid of failing. The fear of failure has become a topic of conversation for men in men's organizations and men's circles across the world. And I know because I've been a part of those conversations and I've experienced it myself. Every fear ultimately comes back to the fear of death, the fear of rejection, the fear of not belonging, the fear of not having enough scarcity, the fear of not finding a partner, not being able to find someone you can create a family with. All of this is a fear of death. The fear of dying without anybody loving or knowing you. That's deeply rooted in our DNA. It's what allowed us for generations and generations to survive as a community, as a village, as a family. But the problem is, is that we're not living in relationship with death. We're living in avoidance of it. We don't have ceremonies. We don't have rituals that bring us to the brink of death and dying like so many of our ancestors used to. Very simply, one of the things that we do in Rising Man is wilderness fasting. We take men out into the wilderness. We prepare them for months and we get them ready to go out and spend four days and four nights without food, without shelter, alone, out in the wilderness. What does that give you when you're brought closer to death than you've ever been before? Most of us haven't gone four days without eating a meal, right? It's a very privileged thing. There's people in the world right now who've gone days without eating, who've gone days without drinking water. And so getting closer to that experience of death, 
Not that I'm inviting death in for anybody. Not that I am advocating anybody to do something dangerous or risky to their overall health, but to experience what it feels like when your body is preparing for death. When you're out there and you're fasting for four days and four nights, your body goes through chemical and biological processes that you normally don't get to experience. And that influences your brain. It influences your thoughts. A universal experience across the board for people who go out and have these experiences of fasting is a humility, a gratitude for food, simple food. You come back from a fast and you have a little bit of broth and some crackers and you've never been more grateful for that meal in your life. So there's a problem with not facing off with death in our society and how that affects us in our sense of entitlement, right? We go to the grocery store nowadays and we hunt for food by walking through the aisles with our grocery carts. We just dump stuff in mindlessly because it's there, because it's so easy. It's effortless to go and get food, at least to our perception. All we have to do is come up with a little bit of money. First of all, the earth had to grow and nourish these minerals and these vitamins and these nutrients inside of the food for months. And then that food needed to be recovered by people, right? Harvested out of the ground. And if we're talking about meat and we're talking about animal products, an animal that has lived on this planet, that has eaten, that has nourished its body, that has put nutrients in and taken nutrients out, and then given its vital life force so that you could be fed. So many of us take this for granted. I've taken this for granted. I still do sometimes when I'm not thinking about it. And that taking that simple thing for granted of food, of water, of healthy things to put in our bodies makes us unappreciative of life itself. We start to take life for granted. And unfortunately, so many of us in the past year have had a reminder of just how precious and fragile life really is. The problem is that when we're not willing to face off with death, when we're not willing to accept our own mortality and begin building a relationship with death and the spirit, the energy of death, we're keeping ourselves safe. We're doing everything we can to avoid death instead of embracing with it and engaging with it. Life and greatness is experienced out on the edge. And the edge is much closer to death than most of us live our lives. So again, I'm not inviting you to go and put your life in harm's way. What I'm asking you to do is question the relationship that you have with death and dying. Question your relationship with failure, with rejection, and see all of these things as a form of death that you're not yet comfortable with, that you're not willing to accept the consequences of. I've got two little children. I've got a huge vision and mission that I want to complete in my life. I'm not trying to die anytime soon. (laughs) Believe me, I am not doing anything that is going to put me at risk of dying because I want to stick around. I've got a bigger purpose than just shuffling off this planet right now. But at the same time, I know that that can be taken away from me in any moment. I accept that death is something that is beyond me. I don't have the right to choose when and where I will die. That is something that is above me. That's why so many traditions and cultures have treated death as an entity. There's always some sort of guardian, someone who ushers you into death, the Grim Reaper, the, I don't remember all these figures in history, but there's entities and spirits that are sacred in so many cultures because they recognize that life and death were things that were out of our control. So, 
All of this is an invitation to look at the way that you live your life based on your relationship with death, based on your relationship with failure, based on your relationship with risk. Now, when you think about where you want your life to be, where have you not been willing to face off with your mortality? Where have you not been willing to face off with the fear of failing, of not getting the outcome that you want, the fear of being rejected, the fear of having to go back to the drawing board and try something else? Because that is the portal to breaking through it once and for all and actually getting closer to what you say you want. So let this one land. Really take a good look at your relationship that you have with death and consider what you might need to do differently to create a different outcome. And if this message landed with you, make sure you share it with another brother who could benefit from exploring their relationship with death and their relationship with failure in a bigger, deeper way. All right, everybody, for everything Rising Man related, make sure you go to risingman.org. While you're there, get yourself enrolled and registered for Elements coming up March 5th through 7th. Go to risingman.org slash elements for all the information and get signed up today. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening to us and also on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Rising Man Movement. Leave us a rating, leave us a review so we know just how well we're doing. Shout out to my team, Mark, Rowan, Julian, Sean, Kyle, and Ryan. And everybody else out there who's been supporting the Rising Man movement in every way that you do, especially tuning in every week. I really appreciate the love. Blessings to everybody. We'll see you next week. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny.